Are you confused about writing? Do you not know where to start or even how to finish? Do you love writing so much that it burns deep in your soul but you still don't know how to meet your goals? Are you looking for a little inspiration that will take you on a writer's vacation? Then let us all write together. Let us all write our way. Hello, welcome, welcome, my friends. Welcome to Write Our Way. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Patrick Starks, and I'm going to be your host as usual. I know it's been a while since I've spoke with you all. I've been busy with other projects and etc. but I'm not going to give you excuses. I really should be uh, talking to you guys more because this is what we're all about. We're all about talking about writing. And uh, just a little breakdown of myself. I'm a fictional writer. I just love to write stories in any genre, so I don't have a particular genre that I like to write. If I would say what's my favorite, it's most likely going to be the action adventure type. I can do romance. I know for most male writers, they don't tend to swing to romance, but I'm one of those males that I really don't. I'm not too shy about going into it. It's actually pretty interesting to see, especially in today's times, what you can do with the romantic plots seeing how it's not as traditional as it used to be in this day and time. And if you're wondering why this podcast exists, why I write our way, what makes it different from all the other writing podcasts, and to be honest, it's because we really dive deep into more than just the writing, but the person themselves. We dive into your actual personality and how you can get that personality to connect with your audience through your characters and through your story. There's a lot of writers out there that will give you a, like a little formula about how to write a story. And I mean, I've done so myself. I've given you guys breakdowns on how to write short stories, but I didn't just give you the breakdown, right? I really took it to a deeper level of how you feel emotionally tied to the story and where you're at in your life currently and how that impacts the story. How do you get out of that headspace and fine tune it to the point where you're not all over the place, but you have a focal point where you're using your emotions as a superpower, essentially. And, you know, hence the name, Write Our Way. We're talking about writing the way we would write, not how others would write. How would you write? How would your best self write a story? Because once you can figure that out, then you get a good idea of how you write your own way. And like I've said in previous episodes, this is very important as an author As an author or a writer, you know, you want to have some authenticity to your voice. You want to have when somebody reads a story, be like, oh, this is so-and-so. This is their style. You know, that's what you want. You don't want people when they read a story, it just sounds like every other story. I mean, take it for granted. Some authors have tried to sell you that and be like, oh, well, you know, it's about marketing. It's about, you know... It, it really comes down to the point, are you, are you in it for the money or are you in it for the passion? And that's what it really comes from. Because if you're in it for the money, then yeah, by all means, write a story like anybody else. Just keep it simple. Keep it safe. Or if you're really passionate, write a story that is just bizarre. Nobody's ever thought of. But it still has this very, very emotional connection with people. Some of your greatest writers out there today did not get successful because they are playing it safe or trying to go off of what was hot at the time, what's the hottest genre out there. They did what they felt 
they needed to write. And sometimes the universe out there will call to you and it'll tell you like what your soul wants to write, what you really, really are connected to. And so I think we as human beings tend to stride away from stuff like that sometimes because we might not be courageous enough or bold enough. I mean, I, I don't know. I wouldn't have the answer for that. But honestly, if I could give any piece of advice, I would say be true to yourself. Don't be afraid to show people who you are. And that was one of the tips that I learned from uh, Neil Gaiman, actually. One of my favorite authors was this um, courage to be willing to show yourself to the world. Because I think as an author, and especially one inspiring to be a great writer, you have to be willing to show a little of yourself because people will know like how... Um, how you are as a person through your stories. Now, take it for granted, you have your guys like Stephen King who are, you know, polar opposite, actually, of their stories. Their stories are very, very dark, but when you hear them talk and you meet them in person, it's like, this guy's very common, collected, and mellow. It's like, where's he getting this from? But every now and then, I think, again, that's still a part of him, but you just don't see it. You know, everyone has this this on and off switch, you know, it's kind of like for me when I do um, martial arts, when I do Taekwondo and I spar, it's one of those things where people see me and they're like, oh, Patrick's really mellow. He's a really quiet guy. He's kind of introverted. You know, he keeps himself. He's really nice. He helps people out a lot. But man, if they saw me like, you know, going to sparring, I turn into a lion. I just completely different version of myself. And we all have that. And another thing I'd probably add to that was like when I was when I was uh, choreographing, when I was doing uh, contemporary hip hop and jazz dance, and I used to teach these schools, and they just look at me like, "Wow, this guy is like really, really good." Like we knew he was good, but we didn't think he was that good. And for such a quiet, mellow guy, like this is insane that this is coming out of him. So just going back to what I was saying about showing who you are. We as writers have to be willing to turn on that switch. But this kind of leads me to what this episode is all about. We're here to talk about collaboration. You know, me and my brother were talking about this. And, you know, sometimes I think we as artists, we tend to try to do everything by ourselves. And especially in the beginning, we definitely do this. But, I mean, in some ways we have to. I mean, we don't have the money or the funds to actually, you know, um, get that type of support like a normal business would. However, that's when you need to seek uh, what I would call mutual collaboration. And what I mean by that is collaborations where both people benefit. For instance, for me, I'm working on getting this book published finally, and I needed a book cover. And me being the illustrator myself, I could have designed this by myself, but I just didn't have the time. I'm too busy trying to edit and make sure there's no grammatical errors in my story and really prep it for my readers to be really, really satisfied with the results. And so what I did was I collaborated with an artist friend of mine, and she's really, really great at doing illustrations. And, you know, she's gone back to school and she needed something for her portfolio, something to add to her portfolio. And so what I've done is I said, okay, then how about 
I'll let you do this book design for me and you can take the credit and you can use it as your portfolio which this is something we both agreed on now I know some of you guys are thinking oh well what about the royalties of the book would she get royalties from the book design and honestly that's when you as a writer have to decide whether you want to pay the designer up front or let them have a percentage of the royalties but I'd honestly um, rather pay them up front um, you just never know how big it is I think I think off the bat you should just pay them for the overall design so that you own it but this all depends on how close you really are with this person uh, for me fortunately I'm very close with this friend of mine and so it would be for free however I'm gonna pay them um, just because I just you know starving artists I always want to pay artists I don't ever want to be that person that doesn't pay artists because I know how it feels to be the starving artist so I definitely want to pay her for her services so that's something I am definitely gonna do and so now just going back to this talk on collaboration I'm sure a lot of you guys are wondering well what's the difference between networking and the collaboration I'm talking about well my friends that's a good question and the flat out truth is it's a difference again between money and just a mutual collaboration where artists are trying to help out other artists. I'm gonna be honest, I don't care what anybody says, networking most of the time is always gonna have to do with money. Somebody's always gonna want some type of financial benefit off of it. So when you network, keep in mind that there will be some money that will need to be shared. There will be contracts written. But for mutual collaborations, it's just like two friends just trying to make a major project happen, like an indie game or something that they had in mind. And so they're both going to just hash out it. You know, look at Bill Gates and the group that he started with to start Microsoft. I mean, do we honestly think that any of those guys were like, well, how much are you going to pay me? Or how much are you going to pay him? Those guys were even thinking about that. They were just thinking about... We're going to make the most amazing thing happen for the world. We're about to change the world with this design. And we're happy to be a part of it. And that's what that mutual collaboration is all about. And I'm going to go down the ladder here because I know you guys are all, you know, I know where that negativity goes. I know for some people it goes far left. They've heard a lot of stories. So I know a lot of people are going to say, well, what if you get screwed? You know, look what happened with Mark Zuckerberg, how he screwed his friends. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> choose your friends wisely. That's all I can tell you. I mean, I can't make any promises that you won't, but that's why you should really be careful about who you invest things with. Uh, keep your circle tight and trustworthy. And you won't have to worry about that. It's almost like you guys have to all have the same morals and foundation, you know? It's like dating. It's like you can't put a Christian person with an atheist. It's like it doesn't work because... There's going to be some conflict, major conflict, because one person believes the other person doesn't. And that's just not going to work because Lord forbid they have a kid. Then it's like, well, what are we going to teach the kid? Is the kid going to be taught to believe or the kid is going to be taught to not believe? And that's where the conflict happens. And the same thing applies to not just relationships. Uh, it applies to business as well. So you have to make sure that everyone um, is on the same page and everyone has the same mindset. Everyone is reaching for the same goal 
And you know, this collaboration can go even deeper. It doesn't necessarily have to be book designs. It can also be your actual writing. Uh, take, for example, uh, well-known author James Patterson. Now, he has been known for writing really, really incredible books, but if you notice on his books, he does a lot of collaborations with well-known authors. If you honestly feel like your story is very um, broad or it's getting too broad, you should probably, you know, collaborate with another writer that you might know and have them look at it, have he or she look at it and really figure out what's going on with it, what's wrong. Maybe they have something that they can add to it. Maybe they have something that they can change about it that will elevate it to where it needs to really be. I mean, guys, this is why it's so important to have a second pair of eyes, right? <laughs> because, I mean, if not your fellow writer, your editor would definitely tell you if something's off. Trust me, I've had many editors tell me, like, what I, like, it was going smooth at first, but now I'm lost. Like, what is the story actually about? Like, what's the main goal? Where is it reaching? And, you know, as a writer, especially one that's just starting that can be very humbling to hear because sometimes we just don't know. I know in the beginning when I started writing, I just didn't know if my stuff was good or if it was bad. And so when you have those editors tell you that, you're like, okay, that's what I need to fix. Now for me, I'll be honest, I'm not much of a collaborator when it comes to my writing. I like to collaborate on actual design, but not my writing. My writing, I'm very... Um, solo on and there's a reason for that because I'm very uh, finicky I have a very particular way of how I want my story to sound again it's all about the authenticity of your voice right so if you have two voices going on it can probably throw off the story a little bit so what tends to happen is when you collaborate with another writer you guys have to meet this like happy medium of language where your language is in sync with one another if any of it is off, the writer or, sorry, the reader can tell who wrote what. And that's what you don't want. You don't want them knowing who wrote what uh, when it comes to those collaborating stories. Because no one's trying to stand out, right? It's a partnership. And so I'll admit it, I'm a little selfish. I like to stand out. I like to have that authenticity. I want my readers to know that that was me who wrote that every bit of it. Again, doing these collaborations might not be for everyone, but it is an option if you feel like you're just stuck and you've been stuck a few years in the book and you need some assistance. But before you get that other fellow writer to jump in on the project with you, I would highly recommend having your editor look over it with you so you can get a better idea of what's going on with it. Because it might not be too bad. It might just be like a small thing you need to fix. But all in all, before I wrap this episode up, I'd like to thank you all for your support and for being part of the Rider Wave family. And for those of you who are new, if you like what you're hearing and you like what you've heard so far, please, please, please subscribe to the podcast so you can keep being updated on any new episodes that are coming out. And I promise, promise to you guys that I will be... Um, doing more episodes. It's something I have been slacking on for a few weeks, but I will get back into the motion again. So don't you worry. You will be hearing plenty of episodes coming soon. 
And yeah, sorry we didn't get a chance to talk about writing in general. We usually do, but for this episode, we didn't get that chance. Uh, I really wanted to like, you know, break down for our new viewers or new listeners <laughs> um, what the podcast was all about. And I really wanted to share my thoughts on collaboration because I think it's really needed. And I think we just put too much on ourselves sometimes. So don't be stressing yourself out. You know, you want to be able to write and write calmly not stressed. You want to be in the mode, be in the mood to write those amazing stories. I know you all have. I know you got them. So stop hiding them. Show yourself. (laughs) Don't be shy. Again, like I've always told you guys, the writing community is very friendly. Readers are very friendly. No one's going to be, you know, too much of a jerk critic. The worst thing I've seen from stories is that, oh, it had some grammatical errors and whatnot. So those are like the little things to watch out for. I've never really seen too many reviews on books where people just said, oh, this is, this was horrible. This is offensive to me. I, I, this needs to come down. Like books are usually, stories are usually um, pretty safe, um, especially for the, for those of you who want to, again, explore your authenticity and be, Um, as rare of an artist as you want to be but you know it guys stay tuned for the next episode we're definitely gonna dive back into the wonderful beauties of writing as always love you all stay safe out there and become a child again imagine my friends see you soon